but you're you're literally watching them change history in front of your eyes and more beings are going to believe this crap even though we saw it for two years plausible foolishness we are the two kings of the rube empire right-wing extremists extraordinaire enemies of the state the deep state the deep underground military complex enemies of the new world order and the satanic cabal i am the philosopher king the ivory tower and i've got a perspective on things ladies and gentlemen this is the greatest moment of your life you get to stand before sheer unadulterated in perfection, in the Iron King myself. I am the Iron King, the man, the myth, the legend, the people's champ, the people's choice, the master of disaster, the king of sting. And I have nothing else to rhyme with, so I'll just say this. I have a perspective on things, and unfortunately, in God's sovereignty, I don't understand why I have to share space, breath, oxygen with this guy, but <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to give it up for but uh, give it up to our kick-ass dudes. I'll tell you why you have to share this space with me. Because I'm the producer. I am the kick-ass Duke. Watch it. And I have a perspective on things. And by the way, you forgot to say the one thing that's most important. Because I am the Dusty. He, he did in his when he gets really loud, his mic cuts out. Me? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when sorry, you do you your got, dusty, let, it goes. Let me, let, me, let me go look. and cuts out. <laughs> there you go. Was that better? Yeah. Man. See, like, when I get really excited, I added syllables. I was going dusty. Did you hear any of that or not? We did that time, but not the first time. Okay. Okay. Also, like when you do yeah. when you do a liberal logic, it goes to it, it like if I go, yeah. so I have to go liberal logic. So I, I can't go <laughs> liberal logic. Yeah. You can just not so loud. It's like the volume in your mic <laughs> cuts it. And out. listen, man, it peaks out and then it collapses. It's not so much of a, it's not that good of a mic uh, if you can't pick up my intensity. No, okay. I mean, I we we, we got to work on getting you somehow. A mic setup. <laughs> so that listen, dog. Make, well, listen, I just. What would be really awesome is if we were all in the st in a studio together. Wow. And we didn't wow. have to. No, I'm not. Wow. I, I under, that would be listen, nice. No. I'm not. I'm not. That's not a diss on anybody. We have really good reasons for why we do it remotely. I'm Shots just fired. saying, like, okay. Someday. We're gonna take this. Hey, I got good news. The, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We had 91 downloads of of the last episode that I posted to uh, to the podcast over a one month. What? Yeah, it was, nice. I was really surprised to That's see that fantastic. number. And that episode it was like four episodes ago. No, sorry, five episodes ago because I've been a little distracted in getting uh, the episodes up, which I apologize to all our faithful listeners for. This episode I plan on getting up tonight. Wow. But uh, I mean, um, 
Yeah, well, I mean, I've been selling. I've been trying to sell a house, so I've been a little bit busy. But uh, what a week! A excuse, bro. I mean, I don't just care. come on. Week. I don't care. Come on, man. Come on. I don't care. Seeing as how I do everything, bro. Whatever. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, I mean, you're you you right. You right. You right. <laughs> Well, if I didn't have to so, drive 55 minutes just to get to your house, I mean, well, you could bring your house, house to me, so. and we could save all that trouble. Uh, you live all the way oh, in, in 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 uh, BFE, so <laughs> two. No, you live all the way in BFE. You, I live in both, North Orlando. We, we both. Okay, we both live in BFE, and he's the only one who lives in actual <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, anyway, Listen, so it's because I'm the centrist. I'm the centrist of this group, right? I'm the centrist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't okay. know about that. We both know uh, it's boy, Dusty. Boy. That's the centrist. D- 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 I'm Dusty. not the centrist. I'm just the voice of reason here. Well, yeah, I think Dusty's the closest to the center. I think you're a little bit farther from the center, Matt, and then I'm just. <laughs> oh, he's full anarchist. That's all. Well, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm true. not. I'm not fully anarchist. <laughs> I just think that some of their arguments have merit, but I haven't. I'm not. I haven't fully adopted it. I still have questions, like the, the question of how do you enforce contracts is a great question that I still haven't gotten answered yet. You know. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so. But I am very far, you know, like freedom. When we can talk about this a little bit more today, too. I think we can all agree liberty and personal freedom is the center point that all of us agree on. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Okay. Unless unless that is our common ground in this show is personal liberty and personal freedom. And Christ is the cornerstone to all of our political views. Now, the linchpin to all of us is our faith in Christ. Yes. So, listen, as much as I like to disagree with Dusty, unfortunately, I have to agree with him on that point. But (laughs) a blind squirrel finds a nut. You know, it is what it is, man. So, real quick, before we go, I, I, I do have to say something. Um, an American icon has retired this week, and I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge that on the show today. Uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself has retired from the WWE, stepping down from his chairman position, CEO position of the company. Now, much can be said over the last 15 years that uh, he has not been, how should I say this, uh, on the ball when it comes to the creative but um, yet still in charge. The amount, yes, the the amount of how do I say this? The trash talk, intensity, uh, angst, entertainment, joy from this generation definitely comes partly from that man. I mean, let's get real. No attitude era in wrestling. You're you're not going to have the listen. You don't have the rock without Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Let's get real, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't have Black Adam that's coming out that actually looks okay as a movie. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still nervous. It's DC, but, you know, it's not... 
who's the who's the horrible Batman right now that they had or they replaced? Not the new one, but the one before that. Uh, ben Affleck. Oh, ben guy. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I'm a little. I'm, you, you don't have that. Well, you don't have Stone Cold Steve Austin. You don't have Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. You just Kane. You have Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. You don't have that without Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and that's such a big part of our pop culture. So I will give him a lot of uh, kudos. Which leads me to the question that I'm going to ask Matt to start the show. Uh, Vincent obviously evolved throughout his entire career. Uh, as a creative, how have you evolved? I hate using that word. I, never mind. How have you sanctified yourself <laughs> through the process of plausible foolishness? I mean, how have things changed from episode one to what are we, 271 now of this show? 271? Yeah. My goodness. Uh, I'm definitely much more Let's comfortable, um, you know. Do, actually doing this <laughs> oddly enough I'm more comfortable doing this by myself and and what I mean is like there's some episodes there's been episodes where I've where you know you guys weren't available and and uh, and in most of the cases you know sometimes we just were like yeah I'm just gonna cancel it but um, most of the cases I I did it by myself. And the first time I had to do it by myself, I was like, this is going to suck so bad. <laughs> and now I'm much more comfortable doing that. And just, you know, um, <laughs> uh, I'm much more comfortable winging it than I was because just necessity has, I don't like to wing it, you know, I, 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 and I want the show yeah. to be one where we're, I mean, we, 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 we all, you know, during the week, make ourselves be informed, right? Yeah. But I would like to, I would like to have the opportunity to go deeper were this, you know, more than just a side endeavor for us, you know? So that's, that's something that, you know, we want in the future you know, uh, to have our own fact checkers and, and things like that. That would be amazing. <laughs> but for now, it's just us, you know, and, and pulling what we can from the week and then coming on here and chewing the fat about it. And um, I'm much more comfortable doing that. And I, you know, and I'm still enjoying it. Um, I don't know. Uh there's lots more creative stuff that I would like to do. Time and money is always the enemy. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I'm sitting at. Nice. Dusty, you? how how have you seen how, how about you big Dusty? The Dust Bowl himself. What do you got, man? The Dust Bowl. So let's take this back a little bit. So let's take this back several years ago when oh. I stumbled upon the pod uh, upon the show on Instagram because of Matt and I's mutual friend. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. He's, he's conservative. No, he's conservative. And he talks about it. Do we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> I started watching the show religiously after that. I loved it. And I like the fact that it was growing. You, you guys are covering topics that I'm talking about with my friends who go, 
Dusty, shut up. No one cares. Yeah, they do. They do care. They're right here. We <laughs> yeah. care. Yeah. And you know what? I get to bring the stuff that I'm interested in and bring it to the show. And when you guys invited me on, that was just beyond exciting for me. When I got to come in and bring my perspective for the show, that was amazing. I've been able to do more, say more, be more because of the show. And it's been absolutely wonderful getting to vibe with you guys, getting to share our faith with each other, getting to share <laughs> just the ridiculousness that is politics uh, and from a Christian perspective. It's been wonderful. Did you say so, vibe with us? Vibe. Yeah. Okay, you're out of here. Whoa. It's nice knowing you. That was, you just sacrificed a man card. Yeah. Sorry, man. buddy. Sorry, buddy. You broke a cardinal <laughs> sin. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, just... <laughs> oh, That's funny. Vibe. What? You don't yeah. like the word vibe? Is I it like it. moist to you? No, actually, I <laughs> like moist. <laughs> I, had a fr- I had a friend in high school. His name was Moises. 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 And his nickname, uh, sophomore year from some seniors in a different in in a thing we were doing, um, uh, some the seniors nicknamed him Moist, and I thought that was hilarious. He hated it, and I've I've never had a problem with that word since. But yeah, vi- everybody everybody's vibing these days. Let me old man rant. Oh, you know, good oh, good vibes only. Everybody's got a stupid shirt. Good vibes only. Shut up. Shut up. I don't care about that. You know, it's like, oh man, it's, it's chill. We just, we're just vibing, you know? We're just like, it's I just want somebody that I can vibe with. My God, mm-hmm. I just want to rip your face off. Not you, <laughs> Dusty. I know who you are. Random person on the internet. It's like... It's all about the vibe, bro. It's all about the vibe. No, it's it's not. First off, they're talking about it in regards to two perfect strangers who are just talking to each other. What I am talking about is our argument, debate, and consensus that we have on the show. That is what I call vibing. Yes, I know, I know. That's why I didn't really sickened me to my core and thus i have used the term in its proper manner yeah i mean jbn look at jbn's comment by the way it went from dusty to dust just got i like the intensity (laughs) of that uh uh, yeah man i i think from the beginning of the show uh you know in my office with the the worst acoustics of all time one little mic (laughs) Uh, staring deeply into to Matt's eyes, uh, you know, watching Matt go from like, I know, I mean, but it, it it's been cool. I mean, watching you don't go from the back kind of porch. Nervous, huh? The back porch, don't yes. The back porch. Back porch days. Those are good days, man. That oh, was yeah. that was vibe. That was good times, man. Uh, but uh, I was gonna say, just going from that to, you know, kind of seeing Matt like having these great ideas and like a little nervous to articulate them and then like going that direction is awesome. Watching Dusty kind of come in 
uh, Dusty was the unseen the unseen realm uh, on our show for a long time, and then uh, yeah. he got elevated into that uh, role. It, it, you know, it, we we forget how things are because we're in them. If that makes sense, like we're in it, so we forget how things used to be. You know, so uh, very cool to kind of see where the show's gone and what we've done, and, and I, I appreciate it, man. So it's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's been a good ride. I really enjoy it. So. Um, cause to me, it's like, yeah, I, I want awesome things to happen for the show. If it doesn't though, I love the hobby and I love hanging out with you guys and I love being able to articulate ideas and thoughts. Uh, you know, just, I think from, <laughs> for me going from, uh, I was a crackpot conspiracy theorist, but now I'm just a confirmed conspiracy theorist at this point of the show. Um, you know, like before it was just kind of ideals. Like, I mean, there's no way, you know, like, <laughs> like just watching things unfold. And just watching the concept of globalism go from like um, a myth to a reality, and just seeing it play out every single day, and and just in, I've just enjoyed watching. Um, you know, I think confidence is probably the word of all three of us. It's just getting more confident in our stances, um, not from an arrogant standpoint or a pride standpoint, because there's been times when we've been wrong for sure. Like my documented wrong was California going red. Uh, I, I was totally wrong. Uh, you know, it's just, it's like that whipped dog, you know, it's, it's always going to be a whipped dog, you know, it just, it doesn't change, you know, and that's California, but, uh, it, it is cool watching that. And, uh, yeah, I think when I first started, I had a little bit more faith in Republicans and now I have none. So I think that's a positive. So, you know, that's kind of moving in, um, I, I would, cons- I don't even know if I consider myself a conservative, but I just... I think as the show's going on, I think it's made me root more in Jesus and it, it's kind of been able to help me help us sniff the BS out from the, 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 the whatever, but I'm enjoying it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just excited about today to, to, uh, be, that the, the media is finally getting on board with us as well about the absurdity that is the selection of the puppet that's in control right now. Cause what's the title of the show, Matty bat? What is it? Uh, it's, it's, it's in vogue now. To trash Biden. Did you say Madonna Vogue? Is that what you in vogue? Yeah, it's in vogue. <laughs> trash Biden. I, first of all, I listen, this is gonna make me sound incredibly gay with monkeypox, but honestly, um I love that song in that video by Madonna. I just I wanna throw that out there. Vogue's one of my favorite Madonna songs. Just eighties, eighties, nineties kid. <laughs> hey, hey Ray, I don't think I could uh, tell just you, let you know. Just want to let you know, you're just like a Honda Civic. You're gay. Sorry. I don't think I know a Madonna Wait. song. What? Really? Um, you're... Stop. Stop. No way. I, 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 no, I, I, I could probably sing like two lines of Like a Virgin, and that's it. Yeah, you, you know Madonna. Don't, don't act like you don't. Death metal, you little death metal guy. <laughs> little death metal gang. Wow. Listen, I just want you to sing like a prayer in death metal. Just like a prayer. <laughs> I'll take you there. Right. Is that a Madonna song? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, oh, come on. You don't know any Madonna? Yeah, I, I don't. I Okay, so I listened to pop, you know, top 40 radio. Till yeah. about 
sixth grade, seventh grade, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then I went over to my friend's house, and he played, and he put in a, a cassette of Nirvana's Nevermind album, and I was changed yeah. forever. And so there's probably <laughs> Madonna songs that I've heard before. I just don't know the names of them or you know remember them very strongly. Uh, yeah, because I was never really a fan. I just that's just what my friends listened to, so I listened to it, and then I found what I actually enjoyed and never looked back. Yes, you I'll had a question. Show this will be my hottest take of the show, but Allison Chains is better than Nirvana. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Mm. Uh, way better. Just still, it just as the years progress, Nirvana just. They're, they were only really cool because Kirk Cobain died. I'm just throwing that out there. They had one real good okay, song. That's not true. That's not true. I will give you that. I will give you that. They had one good album. I won't say one song because there was a couple of good songs All of on album. that one album. The one the, album. All four albums. All four albums. Uh, every song on those albums is excellent. Oh, made you want to kill yourself? Gotcha. Really good stuff. Bro. No, ne- it never really? did. It never did. It never did. I it's it, I can see it's like totally angsty, depressing, you know, stuff. But it never it never altered my mood, except to make me like, God, this is awesome, you know. But here, okay, so here's the thing: you're right about Allison Chains in that their 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 musicality way better, the way harmonies better. and and all that stuff yes. that they produce, tremendous, you know. But Nirvana's still my favorite band. Of all time? OG? Yeah, probably. Wow, that's a bold okay. statement. Interesting. And, you know, Interesting. it's just, uh, it's, it's probably heavily nostalgia. And just, you yeah. know, it was so, it was so changing. Like, it, life, it changed my life yeah. musically, listening to that album sure. for the first time, you know? Uh, so, I mean, it just had a huge impact on my tastes. Okay. Okay. And my tastes have expanded since then. What's that? I have a band that, uh, similar to you, same, same circumstances. First time I heard it, I was like, who, what is this? This is, what is this? It, It just spoke to me. I don't know what it was or how or why it just did. But the cranberries, mm. I don't know. It's just my favorite band of all time. Dusty, why are you going to make it linger, bro? Why are you going <laughs> mean, to? I mean, Dream's Dream's better. Dream's good, too. Dream's you guys are, you guys are, are you guys both Gen X? Zombie. Uh, uh, we'd be considered yes. Xennials. Xennials, okay. Xennials, yeah. yeah. <laughs> JBN says, uh, "Time out." JBN says, "You were blasting Backstreet Boys in the Civic." Uh, Since they called them Backdoor Boys, the back- <laughs> Backdoor Boys, yeah, definitely Backdoor Boys. Backdoor. And no, back- I, I actually turn them right. off whenever my wife tries to play it in the car. I hated boy bands, man. I hated I, I them. Love boy bands. Why? Why, why you hit the, Why you hate? Why you hating? What's because great, it bro? was garbage, and uh, there was great music out there. Like Nirvana and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots and Pearl Jam and I mean the '90s rock scene was just amazing. 
I mean, the '80s rock scene was amazing. Yeah. The '70s rock scene yeah. was amazing, but then we just yeah. then we just it just fell off after that. It's yeah. garbage, you know. There's like a couple bands. You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers stayed awesome, but that's because of their sugar sex magic. So, you know, all their ritual <laughs> garbage and under the bridge downtown. You know. Uh, oh, you know, can what? What's that? What did I say? Cannibalism. Then, uh, but, you know, I mean, listen. Um, Incubus is another good yeah. band, but Incubus is a sex demon. Yeah. So more sex magic, yeah. making great music, and but you know probably not being. Uh, I think I think Satan just got bored with rock music. To be honest with you, yeah, I think he just got bored with it. Uh, he saw he saw uh, gangster rap is the way to go, and now it's like you know whatever. Now it's Beyonce and uh, her ilk. Yeah, uh, I would say the band that got me was uh, not a band. It was Jimi Hendrix, man. First time I heard Jimi Hendrix, I was like, oh. oh, my gosh, what is this? I want more of this. And I discovered Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, like around the same time I started lifting weights and when I got saved. So I was like, it just is ingrained in me. I'm like, what's your you know, favorite just, uh, Hendrix song? Uh, Little Wing is definitely my favorite song, which nobody knows. It's like a two okay. minute song, but it, it is like uh, Tenacious D. <laughs> well, that's where the two tenacious kings come That's where the two kings come from. That's where the kings come from, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely up there in City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Jimi Hendrix, man, Little Wing, and then uh, I would say Voodoo Child. You know, and then Voodoo, I hate to say it that it's Voodoo, but Voodoo Child is phenomenal purple haze is phenomenal i love um, all along the watchtower my my two favorite i believe my two favorite Jimi hendrix songs are actually were actually written by bob dylan along the watchtower all along the watchtower and then uh, castles made of sand i think is a bob dylan song too but i'm not sure was that bob that. dylan too i'm not sure Jimmy has definitely yeah we're the people so, in the streets yeah listen i had uh I had a uh, discussion with my oldest daughter about Bob Dylan and she was trying to make the argument like, Oh, how awesome he was. And I was like, if he was so awesome, why have, why were none of his songs as popular as the ones he wrote for everybody else? Like, I, I'm just, just curious about it. You know what I mean? So like, if well, we're going he on was that a level, terrible singer, well, of course yeah. he was garbage. Yeah, his, he was, a, he was a garbage performer, that, but he no, wrote no, 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 a no, great, no. he wrote a great songs. Band. <laughs> garbage nineties. <laughs> Yeah. No, but you know, like my thing is this, like if you're going to say great, like Prince wrote his own music. That was awesome. And he wrote everybody else for like the eighties. If you look back at the eighties and early nineties, like everything was a Prince song. Like Prince wrote everything. Like all Whitney Houston, like he he wrote everybody. And it was just like, no, but Bob Dylan couldn't do it. But like, Bob Dylan's so awesome. I'm like, eh, meh. Well, but I, agree with I don't you think meh is the appropriate response. Meh is... You guys are laughing at me when written. you figure out what my favorite genre is. Yeah. I got you, EDM. Uh, EDM. 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 I, really? am, I love EDM. I'm with he's, you. Uh, he's out there at the raves. Yeah. Dropping actually, some X yeah. and... Uh, I, no, I he's got the, he's got the, he's got the I did go to several raves. He's got the pacifier in his mouth, and he's 
Glow sticks, yes. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I I love how um, Irish jig dancing became EDM. Do you guys notice that too? You know what I'm talking how, about? How did that happen? How did that happen? Like, it, it was like Lord of the Dance, and then it became EDM dancing. I was like, oh, they don't even use their arms. It's just legs. It's just Irish jig dancing. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm, I, you know what I've been digging lately is uh, like synth music that sounds like it's from the '80s, but it's written now. Yeah. Like, like, like all that Kate Bush stuff, and you know, like uh, I love that. Stuff. I'm like about it. Like what Doctor Disrespect puts out. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Disrespect music, Time Cop, the night, the the midnight, uh, FM eighty four. You know, I'm like obsessed with that music right now. So. And my girls like it too, so you know I can rock I, with it. I like it as background music, but it doesn't. Um, it doesn't like. It, it, it's I like I like it a lot as background music. It's very pleasant to listen to, and it can be yeah. good. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm I, I just miss a solid rock song or a metal song. Good news, Dead, bro. Good news. No. Uh, <laughs> Becoming the Archetype is putting out a new album. They released, they've released two singles so far, and Jason Wisdom is back in the helm with the with the vocals and the bass guitar, and I can't freaking wait. Ah, oh, so good. Hey, dog. I'm Listen. like the only person in the world who cares about that, but that's not true. They have a lot of fans, but. <laughs> Did you, did you see the glaze in me and Dusty's eyes when you said that? We're like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Like, you, you've <laughs> listened to some Becoming the Archetype. They're what? not bad. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're incredible. Listen, I can I can get some screen metal down. I'm down with that world. You know what I mean? But people get mad at me when I say, like, five-figure death punch. They're like, oh, that's not real rough. That's bullcrap, bro. Such, that's like the nickelback of metal. There's a lot. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say so bad, Why did they sell so many albums exactly. and are still relevant it, it, today? It, it's the McDonald's oh, theory. Oh, McDonald's sucks. How do they serve billions? You yeah. lying sack of crap. You like McDonald's too? I don't like Nickelback. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> don't like Nickelback. I, there's not a single <laughs> one of their songs that I like. Matt, it's we all it's just corporate. It's okay. corporate soulless garbage rock okay okay fine you don't like nickelback fine then the alternative to nickelback that you do like is creed listen I do Matt, like look at this photo. i do like creed See? i got no See? problem with creed i got no problem with creed if it's Scott not nickelback Stout. then the, it's creed it, it, it's it's one of the two <laughs> he can take me higher damn it um <laughs> I did like Creed. I didn't like every single song, but there's some good songs. I mean, when he was flying, yeah, when that guy was flying around the Super Bowl, got me right here. No, I didn't. I didn't even watch that. <laughs> I just happened to see a clip recently. Um, I'm gonna cut the cord. <laughs> okay, while we're talk, while we're in pop culture, then let's uh, let's talk some MCU. Oh, uh, do we have to? Just a little bit. Just real quick. I mean, San Diego Comic Con was this past weekend. There's some big news, right? Wait, is that still going on? Comic Con? Yeah, it's still going on. They're still doing it. It's still a thing. Apparently, it's still a thing. 
Listen, thought, just because it's Comic-Con doesn't mean that people aren't interested in comic books. They're interested in telling comic book-like stories. Now, uh, I will say the independents right now are killing it in storytelling. Oh, sure. like, like, the uh, mainstream uh, stuff are garbage. Yeah. Well, like, like the well, Comic Skate yeah, stuff, yeah. like uh, Cyberfrog. And then uh, yeah, Eric July just released the, the Ripaverse. And he's made... Yeah. Yes. Like his that Kickstarter is made over like what four million dollars? Is it four million now? Yep. Bro. Yeah. It might even be close to five. What? I haven't looked at it in a bit. Wasn't he just going for like two hundred thousand? That was his deal. He's like, oh, maybe. I think it was one hundred thousand. I think it was one hundred thousand. I think it was one hundred thousand. Then they bumped it up to, hey, if if we hit two hundred thousand, then I'll do. He, he agreed to do something else. And what? then it hit five hundred thousand in a couple of days. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, a couple like, hours. The same, the day he released it, it hit. It was already at a million. Over a million. Oh my yeah. gosh! I didn't um, realize it went up that the, the, fast. The thing, the thing, the, the 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 stretch goal that he reached was to have his crew be full time, so that they could. Because like what now. he's doing is is um, it's it's like he's making a comic book universe. So yeah. it's not just like you're this isn't just you're buying the first episode. You are kind of, but you're also investing in this company being a full-fledged comic book company. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, start, so, I yeah. hope he's I hope he's super successful and I hope he puts a huge dent in Marvel and DC because they need to be taken down a big peg or two. And quite honestly, they really don't care about their comic book side. They don't. The only thing they care about is farming it for story. That's yeah. it. It's R&D for Marvel Studios. Churning, down, churning out story is, hey, what's sticking? Throw a bunch out there. Okay, this, this is kind of working. This is kind of working. That kind of works over there. Let's put that together and make a movie. And that's where they're making their money. What, and what's, honestly, stupid, what's stupid is that what's Marvel. working now is pales in comparison to what worked a decade ago or two decades ago. You know, mm -hmm. the stuff from the nineties, the storylines from the nineties, by the way, the whole first, you know, 10 years of the, of the MCU was eighties and nineties material. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 the infinity stones, that was peak nineties, man. That was, that yeah. was when I started getting into comic books. And, and um, so they're they're the abandoning those amazing storylines. They're they're abandoning those amazing storylines for, um, for more current stuff. But the current stuff that's yep. even quote unquote doing well is garbage, in comparison to the numbers that the other stuff got. And 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 they're not getting those numbers. And people say, well, you know, the comic book industry has changed and blah blah. No, people still want that kind of story. They're just not putting it out there. So anything that they're yeah. pulling from today is going to be garbage amongst general audiences because it's not even pulling comic book audiences. And the movie stuff that they did in the early start, like, say, the X-Men movies, they were pulling from great stories that sold really, really well. They just didn't do it work. Right. They did not tell the story. Well, that well. was Fox. They just said, let's make it big and showy and yes. forgot to tell the dang story. 
That was Fox not caring about the characters. One thing we can at least say about Marvel Studios is that they they at least have some kind of of relationship with the characters that they, you know, try to keep them relatively true to you, what you said that well, I mean, did you it's try got to say that with a straight face. What's that? Did you try to say that with a straight face, my friend? It it is true. Okay. The, oh, Thor, Thor in the comics versus okay. Thor in the movies. Hear me, hear me. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about in the first phase. We're in a we, phase four. Phase four has not been good. No. Phase four has been garbage. There's been no direction. And elements of the end of phase three, like what they did to Thor, was funny, but then ultimately has led to, you know, Love and Thunder, which was garbage. Now, but but at SDCC, Faggy gets up there and he says immediately, phase four is over. It's done. And, and then the big news is they um, they announced two Avengers films when there were supposed to be no more Avengers films. According to what Feige himself said, I think in February of this year. So yeah. perhaps, and the hope is that they learned a few things during the Phase 4 trials. And... Uh, we're going to get back to the back to the formula that works so well in the first, you know, storyline. Or they're just going to that's not happening already. Yeah. Why? I, I okay, I have watched Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, phase 4. Awful. That's phase 4. Wait, phase 4 is over. She-Hulk is coming out and it looks absolutely yeah. Awful. Uh, that, Terrible. I would say everything that you know is is already on its way, like, is phase four. So, yeah, those are going to be okay. horrible. Yeah. Uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder, I get, is phase, the ending of phase four. And quite honestly, it is awful. It's not a good film. If well, you, Thor, if, Love, and Thunder ended phase four because you still got Wakanda forever without black, without black Panther. So you got a black Panther movie without black Panther. Yeah. Just throw that out there. And they have not figured out a way to deal with his, the actor's demise. No, they're just going to, they're just going to MCU it, bro. Make it's a sister. Black Panther. But it's, that's not, a, that's not dealing with it. That's just pushing it aside. It's, it's, it's Star Warsing Luke Skywalker. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. You're speaking to the choir. He's just going to take the lightsaber and chuck it. Yeah. Well, but but that's been the MCU phase bore. That that's literally all it's been. Phase bore. <laughs> it's take every you know, you take every single character that we loved, right? Because we can all agree, Endgame was a masterpiece. Can we agree with that? That was good. Anybody, that was very good. Like a cohesive storyline from Iron Man to Endgame, phenomenal. Couple couple okay movies that weren't that great. Sure. But for the most yeah. part, pretty awesome. You know what I mean? And I'm and I mean fun. the guy. I'll fall on the sword of Ant Man. I'll be the rare guy that will say I like 
seeing Ant-Man. I, I enjoyed I the it. stories. I enjoyed it. Everybody craps on it. Well, really? Me and Matt like it. Okay. I really? I I've it never heard anybody fun. crap on Ant-Man. Cra- I, I, Nerdrotic. Nerdrotic hates it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, critics. Whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. When they first announced Ant-Man, I was like, Ant-Man? Really? Really? Well, then once they announced Paul Rudd, and I, and I realized, oh, this is going to be... It's going to be mainly a funny yeah. like feel to it. I was like, okay, perfect. Ant-Man will do just fine in that yeah. milieu. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need the comic relief. And but then they Paul were like, Rudd. They went, everything has to be funny now in the MCU. So then it's... it's it, here's, what, here's what pissed me off about the MCU phase board, okay? Like, I grew up watching The Simpsons, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dad's in the <laughs> Girl's gotta, Lisa Simpson's gonna save the day. <laughs> Family Guy. <laughs> Peter Griffin's an idiot. Lois is gonna save the day. How many effing stories of that do we need to hear? Especially when you're dealing with people like Thor. Comic book Thor doesn't suck. Okay? Yeah. Comic book Thor didn't have an existential crisis uh, except for when he initially, initially lost uh, a Mjolnir. And then when he somehow lost the hammer to Jane Foster in the new iteration. But for okay. the most part, okay. he killed people. Yeah, true. The, now, okay, the, 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 the current or the, the most recent loss of existential crisis, you know, the existential crisis in the comics is actually somewhat interesting. Um, I don't know how they're doing it because I haven't been reading it. I'm just saying, like the 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 I the the basic idea of it is interesting. Their execution may have been god awful, but I didn't read it because yeah. I'm not reading their comics. But but, but, but let's let, again another example: Bruce Banner in the comics versus Bruce Banner in the in the MCU. Uh, uh, the comics are killing. This, this is such a oh, it's such a curse. The new, the newest She-Hulk. Have you guys seen the newest She-Hulk? Um, yeah, we talked trailer? about it. Yeah, yeah. Your best, your best friend it's is awful. spandex, and you're just a, a Mary Sue. You, you just magically get the Thor powers, and you're better than I am at everything. Okay, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like Bruce Banner was like super smart, kind of a go-to guy, a, an actual Jekyll, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, an actual like I need to keep. The Hulk under wraps because he'll kill everybody. Like not this kind of oh yeah he might do something. No 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a different reality. That and so you take those characters and then now in the MCU phase four, every man's an idiot. Is there anyone that's smart in the MCU? Is there not any male a, character that actually? Yeah. Huh? Not if he has a, a you know. No. Uh, they even they even wussified Star Lord. Like Star Lord was a great character. Yeah, awesome, cool, and they completely whipped him. I mean, let's get rid of him. What do you mean? It was this in Love and Thunder that you're talking about? That and um, Endgame and things like that. He's just. He wasn't the same as what he was when uh, uh, in the first two uh, 
movies. Uh, Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. movies. But here's here's I, my I question. Feel that way. Which which man, which man character is competent in any of the MCU MCU movies? Who's competent? They killed I off mean, all the all the all the male figures. Iron Man, Captain America. Yeah. And they I mean, pretty they, much wussified Thor. So they, they wussified Thor. They wussified Hawkman or Hawkeye. They wussified uh the, the Thor. Uh Guardians are kinda like, yeah, no, they're just kind of comic relief. You know, yeah. There, there's so many things that it's just like how many times are you gonna tell uh Captain Marvel over and over and over again? Eventually, like even even Doctor Strange in his newest movie was, you know, he it, it should have been named the Scarlet Witch movie, uh, featuring Doctor yeah. Strange. That's what it should have been called because that's essentially what it was, right? So it's like, uh, uh, and I've complained about it on the show. Professor X gets knocked off in a, in a mind battle in three seconds to the Scarlet Witch. Come on, dude, stop! Just stop. Go ahead. What's up? They completely Karen'd Scarlet Witch. Yes. They turned her into a Karen. Which Yeah. They did what? Her drive Karen. They, they made her a Karen. They turned her into a Karen. Where gotcha. her drive makes absolutely zero sense. No. You do no. not understand why she's doing this and going to the extremes that she is to where she's literally hurting herself. She's going and killing herself to try and get her kids back that never existed in the first place and, and here's the other thing too if you never watched wandavision that that made no sense that made yeah, no it sense it really didn't you had to watch wandavision and you had to watch uh what if uh, what if in order to completely understand what was going on in that movie and i gotta say what? i love the what ifs those were fun you know why? Because they don't matter. They're just yeah. spinoffs. <clears throat> but but here's the thing: if the playbook is now, we're gonna make a bunch of content because it's not art. I'm just gonna be real with you. This is this is content. You're gonna make a bunch of content for Disney Plus, and you're gonna have to hope that people will watch it before you go into your movies. This is why Thor: Love and Thunder is not that successful. This is why. Uh, Doctor Strange fell off in two seconds well, because it's like, okay. wait, okay, sweet. This is, you know I what I mean? I disagree like, with that. It doesn't make sense. I disagree with that. If if it's just content for content's sake, you're right. But if it's content that's interconnected, that's the whole thing. That's what we, that's what, that's what I was signed up for, you know? Like and when, when, when we were watching, when I was watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then went into yeah. Captain America Winter Soldier, and then went back the next week to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and everything had changed because of the events of Winter Soldier, that was incredible. That was pretty cool. That was incredible. That was before Endgame. I know, that I know that. Endgame. I understand that. And so what, what, what I'm hoping for, what I'm hoping for, is that Phase 4 is done. We're going to... They're going to push out these last two garbage uh phase four you know entities and then they're gonna get back to the work of an interconnected universe in a in a decent storyline and they're gonna lose all this crap that clearly didn't work because their rating significantly dropped 
their views and all that on and their money has significantly dropped. So let's get back to the formula that worked, I hope. Or they're grasping at straws and they're going for, you know, uh, Avengers used, usually did well, so let's just do some more Avengers and we'll throw crap more crap at the wall and see what sticks. That's exactly what's going to happen. I hate to burst your bubble. Because here's the thing. Oh, you, okay. you, they do not have a vision. They kind of set up the, the uh, so then, secret invasion. So then who had the vision for the first run? Where did that come from? Was it from? Kevin Feige? Was it Feige? Feige? Yeah, yeah, he's still there. Feige yeah. was in charge Why of... Why can't he do it again? Making it all interconnected and make it all work. Um, now, the issue is he's now managing several different projects. He's managing several Star Wars projects. Uh, he helped produce Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's also worked on um, the Orville. Really? For Fox. Yeah. He's executive producer for the Orville. So that was a he's great got show. all these different projects. I love the Orville. Uh, season three has been interesting. They've tackled some subjects that, well, quite honestly, yay. Flag waving. Yeah. Wait, don't care. Holy gobble. Star Trek went woke. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, but at least he told a good story while doing it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, 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 got I, will, you. I will give it that. I was interested in the story. It was a woke story, but it was actually engaging. So I'll give it to him. I'll give it to I him. Uh, All right, boys. Go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, uh, now, the thing I want to tackle on this subject is DC. Which is well, shocked the snot out of me, because well, Black Adam looks interesting. It actually looks it fun. Looks it, it looks, looks good. fun. Uh, I hope they actually go dark with it, because Black Adam is actually a very bad guy character. He was literally I mean, a bad a guy for Justice League. So yeah. he's a villain. Well, he, so why he, are they why are they making well, him like anti-hero? Because he, he became an anti hero. No, he is he an anti hero. He's like Loba. He started bad. Loba like is he, he started a bad, bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Does that make sense? Like, Who is? He's like he, he's like Doctor Doom in the sense where it depends on who's looking at him. Does that make sense? Like the, the citizens yeah. okay. of Doctor Doom's country think he's a hero, right? Everybody else thinks he's a villain. You can make the argument either way, but Black Adam's the same way. His country views him as the liberator and the one that saved them, right? So, and the other thing too is when he when he gave the power to make that girl uh, Isis or the the incarnation of Isis, you know, he he finally got laid, and then he you know did some good things. <laughs> so, I mean, it it just depends <laughs> on what phase of Black Adam you're, you're doing here, but. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I I got turned off from The Rock for a while since he went full Biden. I was like, okay, I'm done with The Rock. I'm I'm over. Yeah, it. yeah, me too. But Black Adam, I could almost overlook that. And then when you've got uh, James Bond showing up as Doctor Fate, I was a little, I was a little excited. Yeah. I was like, oh. I, when I saw Doctor Fate was going to be in it and several other characters, I was like, okay, all, all right, we're getting something. I've always and liked Doctor Fate. Um, I've always liked uh, Dr. Fate. I love his look. 
but he yeah. always seemed like way underpowered, like talked up yes. quite a bit, but then un- never up to the the power struggle. You know, never quite delivered. Well, it's be- yeah. Well, because Zatanna is technically stronger than he is. The other thing too is Doctor Fate really isn't the person he embodies. It's just he. It's just a. It's a moniker for. Um, the, the helmet embodies the what are the Mesopotamian uh, okay, gods. So it's an entity inside an artifact that takes yes. over a human yes. Bo- yes. host. Okay, interesting. I didn't so know that. It's, yeah, it's based on uh, kind of whatever the, the 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 Mesopotamian god. I forget the guy's name. Allows Doctor Fate to do so. Like when you ever get to like DC Dark. Okay, here comes the DC nerd side of me. <laughs> here it comes. Yeah. Um, like technically, Zatanna is way stronger. So, like, when they really need an OP magic user, it's always Zatanna. Uh, Dr. Fate kind of plays that, like, Dr. Strange role where he kind of, like, connects the dots. And he's kind of, like, this, you know. But there's something he, he kicks he's, face. He's, and he he's, kicks he's, face. he's the one who knows what to do, how yes. to do it. But he may not be able to do it himself. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's Deckard Kane in Diablo. Yeah, he, he puts the pieces together. Yeah. If yeah, I okay. need Superman for this, I get a good Superman. If I need Wonder Woman for this, I get Wonder Woman. If I need Aquaman, I go get Aquaman. You know, it's just whatever the need is, if that makes sense. And if it gets real ugly, it's always Zatanna that kind of pulls them out with uh, Constantine. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the – which I've enjoyed that with DC Comics. But go ahead. Sorry about that. Uh, Constantine 2 is coming. I know. With Keanu but Reeves? Is it with, with Keanu? Keanu Reeves. He's signed. <sighs> cool he actually he, he was actually talking about this in an interview recently is and they good? were like I'm, I'm i all hope the characters it... you portrayed who would you like to play again he's like well i i love john wick as long as they're gonna as long as the fans like john wick i will continue to play john wick john the only Wick's other person that i'd really like to go back to is constantine oh, i'm like so wait that's what? such a good it was a great movie. it's nothing sudden, like it's nothing like the comic book the comic book is no, straight no, no. depressing. Yeah. It is yeah. depressing. I don't know how people read it and, and enjoy it. It's like... Well, if right, you're, if an, it's brutal. If you're an alcoholic, you appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, but, uh, so, this is all tying into where DC is going. Uh, they're doing Black Adam. Then they're coming out with uh, uh, Shazam 2. Good. And that was the one of their that, better movies. Yeah, and so in that, they're setting up their new universe and whatnot. And the one thing that I don't know why they didn't announce this, but Henry Cavill is coming back to play Superman again. Sweet. Praise God. He was Praise great. God. Why didn't DC announce that at Megacon? They know. waited to announce it on a little platform way out in the boonies. like... We, okay, are you actually going to do this, or is this just big rumor? Right. They're waiting for Marvel to implode. To be honest, you with think you. so? I, I don't think Marvel. I think Marvel. I think they're waiting to be the contrast to the MCU or the MCU, if that makes sense. Because you got to think about this. That's what they were the, trying to be originally, but they were but they went you, okay too dark. As, as bad as Marvel is. DC has been worse for oh, a yeah. long time. It has, but there have been nuggets, right? The first Aquaman. I'm not, I'm not even talking about movies. I'm talking no. about the comic books. 
Oh, the comic books have been way worse for much oh, yeah. longer yeah. than Marvel has been. Yeah, now, they're both going yep. off the edge. But, I mean, I wouldn't have hey, faith in DC the being the. Uh, DC was really good. You know, was when Superman died. That no. was the last time. New 52 was good. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. We need to get to Darkest Knight. The Dark Knights. Yeah, okay. Darkest Knight, I'll leave it at that. That was really good. Uh, Darkest Knight was all right. There was a, everybody who died, I was like, I don't even know or care who this character is. <laughs> That's how you do it. If you're going to kill somebody, you're going to kill the irrelevant person. You yeah. kill the red shirts, bro. Well, they killed Batman, the Batman before Darkest Night ever started. And then the rest of it was just like, who are these characters? And they're all so lame. The well, Pantheon, the, the, the core Justice League, great. The rest of the universe blows. Listen, but, dog. You just plastic Man. Seriously, Plastic Man, if you ever get to read some of his comic books, they are hysterically funny. He is... Let's He's just say he is the, uh, yeah. Thank you for He's stealing that. I was a. Mm. He's the Deadpool of DC. He's funny, and the funny thing is, is he can change shape. So he shape shifts into a whole bunch of different things, gets himself into a lot of different places, and quite honestly, it, you know the Batman Year One that was supposed to be really kid friendly and bit bam pow. Yeah, he was not kid friendly at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Alright, sorry dude. So uh in vogue. Yeah. In vogue. <laughs> so first off, the media is trashing Biden. And uh we're sorry to all our viewers and listeners. We got really derailed with the uh the nerd stuff and uh, if you don't like it, uh you know, uh, sorry, I guess. Not well, really. it's going to get more like that in the future, but we'll announce that later on. But yeah, yeah. keep up. Sorry about that, um we 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 talk about what we want to talk about. So stop foreshadowing, right? Deal with uh, it. King's privilege. But, uh, what? But, huh? <laughs> but the, the media has been turning on Biden. Have you noticed that lately? Everybody's much more okay no. with saying how, like, is he showing signs of dementia? Like, literally, like, they're saying that now. We've been saying it since day one, since since the, the campaign Before trail. President. I, I have a very simple phrase for this. No shiitake. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Good movie. But it's, it's no. you know, all of a sudden. All of a sudden now. What's well, not all of a sudden? It's not no, all of a all sudden. All of a sudden, the media. But it's not all of a sudden. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dusty. It's, this was all planned ahead of time. Yes. You know that, right? Yes. What's coming up? The November election. They they needed to get him to November election, and then after that, drop him like a bad habit and put the Harrison into play. You notice how quiet she has been, how pulled back she's been? They can't put her in front of anything because they know she will ruin it. I mean, just this week, she's, you know, her pronouns are she, her, and she's a, a woman wearing a blue suit sitting at the table, so... Indigenous She's not land. so quiet lately, but you know they eventually have no. to bring her out into public and pray yes, that exactly. she can look more him. competent than Joe Biden, which is actually a Herculean task for her. 
but but this is I mean, to, to Dusty's point. You got a midterm coming, so they have to kind of look objective because they look like effing idiots if they even remotely stand with him at this point. When you got an approval rating that's like thirty-one percent at this point, he's like twenty percent. He's like twenty percent underwater where Trump was at the same time mm-hmm. uh, in his presidency. Uh, you like, and, and the other problem is uh, Harris is pulling worse. Gas prices, like you can't deny, like you can't say gas prices were not my fault. And then now that they're going down a little bit, it's my fault. You, you know, like you, you look like a moron if you made that argument. And then on top of that, Ukraine isn't looking good. Afghanistan never looked good. You, you have not a single positive thing to sell the American people, right? Or With even Obama, his base, because they Roe v. Wade died under his watch. Yeah, you, exactly. But the other thing, too, is I don't think people care. Again, we've talked about this on the show. Nobody cared about Roe v. Wade that much. It's, yeah. Nobody cares. It's hard to care about slaughtering babies or worshiping Moloch when your gas pump is your biggest bill as an American. It's about Roe v. Wade when they can still have abortions practically everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it, you it, it doesn't in blue states. It doesn't really matter if you can still kill your baby. They, what matters is trying to drive to the abortion clinic because gas is $5 a gallon. But don't worry. Yeah. Major corporations are more than happy to pay you $4,000 to do that rather than you go out on maternity leave for, you know, like three months. Stay in your cubicle. Oh, wait. Uh, no, no. I mean, they want to support, you know, women's rights and, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, bodily autonomy or something. <laughs> I don't know what they, whatever the kids hey, are talking work. about these days. Hey, slave at work, not in your household. <laughs> yeah. God, God, no. That's empowerment. Listen, just vibe at work, okay? We just need to vibe at work. Vibe. That's all. Just vibe at work. No, but I've I told mean, you my weakness. I, I, don't, I don't think, to Dusty's point, this has been planned because you can only keep the genie in a bottle for so long. When you keep monumentally effing up, there's only so much lying you can do. That's why Jin Saki is no longer the speaker. And they put that mindless drone uh, in her position because there's only so much you can lie about. You know what I mean? There's yeah. only so much you can do because here's the problem. They told you for four years how evil Orange Man is and Biden's doing all the things that they said Orange Man would do that didn't happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now you're caught like, oh, and the other thing they're not talking about is what is it? Uh, media trust in media is like 9% now. It's 9% to the point where NBC, the the host on NBC, she's like, yeah, I mean, nobody, nobody trusts us anymore. And she's acting surprised and shocked. Oh, you got to, you got to pivot somehow, especially with an election coming up to look credible. And this is their way of doing it. You know what I mean? Do you think that this, do, do, do you think that Biden's on his way out though? Yes. Or is this just going to mm-hmm. get us through to the the yeah. midterms and then? If, if here's the problem, this is going to be—he's going to stay with it. They're going to keep with him until the midterms are done. 
after yes. the midterms are gone, when they know they're going to lose the House and the Senate. So he's going to be a lame duck president. They yeah. know that they're going to lose. They know the statistics of how it's going to play out, and they're playing to that. Okay, he, we know he's going to be a lame duck. Let's get him out afterwards and go, well, he's senile. That's what all the problems were. We need to bring somebody else in. Yes. Pull, pull in Kamala. They're going to appoint some new uh, Pelosi or somebody into VP and have a first female president. And that's what they're going for. They don't yes. care that she can do the job. All she has to do is sit in the chair. That's it. Yeah, of yeah because to Dusty's point, they, they have to look like they're making a pivot from all the, the shiitake that's going on. They have yeah. to look yeah. like they're making a pivot. So once the House and, and Senate are gone for the Democrats, they're gonna they're gonna pull the you know what he he's got uh, he's got dementia. We we just found out. We just found out after the election. We got a article was it Article twenty five him get him out of there get him out of that position, and uh, we'll we'll let uh, Kamala run. And then we talked about it before. They know Kamala's going to lose, but they can play the narrative. America's racist and sexist. That's why they won't yep. vote for her, and not because the well, policies. It's all those Trump people stuff. that are yes. sexist and racist against a poor woman, black it's, woman. It's mitigating damage. It's literally yeah. mitigating damage. The media is turning on Biden to mediate to, to mitigate damage, so they can gaslight you and say, oh, "Well, we told you he sucked." We told you that. And by the way, I'm calling this out, was it, four or five months before yep. it happens. So this is, again, this show is news today for tomorrow. Without the gay frogs. Without the gay frogs. Yeah. <laughs> They're still out there. I miss that sound. I miss mm -hmm. that sound. Mm -hmm. uh, I miss it. it. Oh, hit it with me. Oh, I don't got it. Never mind. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. In that regard, you have to understand she's not going to be able to pass anything. The House and Senate will have full control. More than likely, we're picking up close to 20, 25 seats in the House yeah. and eight seats in the Senate. You think eight? Yeah. It's going to be uh, eight or less. Is going to be my prediction. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be eight. I'm going to say four, just to be the middle ground. <laughs> but I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that it'll be a seismic shift to the point where you can't have power anymore. You know what I mean? It's just it's just going to be that situation. Yeah. So I'm yeah. with you. But it, it's 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 Project Gaslight. It's not about in vogue. Yeah. It's about gaslighting. Because they're already doing it. Uh, Dr. Uh, Burks, we talked about that last week. He said, well, hey, the vaccines didn't work. And I always uh, knew it wouldn't be effective, very effective. It, it, you know, they may have overstated their effectiveness. Watch, watch this. They will pin it on Trump stating that, well, he's the one that developed the vaccine. We just took his word for the fact that it was effective. It's his fault. That we didn't meanwhile, know it wasn't effective. Meanwhile, we have clips of Kamala saying that she wouldn't take the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Trump made it. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Listen, I know none of this matters. The, the the history doesn't matter. 
Yes. Because she how dare they play you. that on TV? That's a that's a sensitive black woman. You cannot say that about her. But you're you're literally watching them change history in front of your eyes, and the normies aren't like. And that's the thing. It's like I get the average person doesn't want to sit around and investigate this crap like we do, but the normies <laughs> are going to be like, well, Fauci said he didn't advocate for lockdowns. And, and yeah. you're gonna, nobody's gonna believe that crap. Yeah, They'll Trump believe. was the one who locked us down. Yeah, the, the, exactly. It, and, it'll and be people. The, the, I've heard people say that he had that that he locked us down, but he didn't. He just didn't. let the states lock them themselves down. And that's why Florida yeah. didn't lock down. That's why a lot of these red states didn't lock down. And 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 that's the thing is, it's going to be revisionist history for the next four months before this election. It will be yeah. revisionist history. It'll be gaslight. The media is going to try to save face by ripping Biden. Uh, Fauci and Burks are trying to cover their 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 uh, um, their donkey. That's the nicest way of putting it. Cover their uh, their their jackass um, because they lied the whole time. They advocated for lockdowns in these vaccines. You're going to have Kamala telling you she did an amazing job on the border. You're going to have Pete Buttplug talking about how amazing he did with the. Uh, um, uh, oh, I fixed the. Uh, the uh, uh, the pipelines and the uh, the product pipelines, I fixed all that. Like, they're going to break history, and normies are going to believe this crap, even though we saw it for two years. Go ahead. Sorry about that. And this is ties into some of the bills that they have planned on voting on in the next few weeks is two gun laws that are going to supposedly make uh, the gun manufacturers liable for their guns, even though they didn't pull the trigger they didn't do anything other than manufacture the guns but they're going to make them liable that's like making ford responsible for all the accidents out on the road or yeah, didn't crash the car so then the other bill that they're doing is they're making all assault weapons which they still have not clearly defined as what an assault weapon is well, they and have. It, no they haven't they're dusty dusty they the have bill, they have defined what an assault weapon is. It's any gun that shoots. They they, they literally, if it's not a musket, it's if it, they, they want it gone. It's, you know what I'm saying? We know. Come on, look, guys, you're being facetious, and I don't like it. We all know it's Would the you like assault rifle it, 15. Their their main goal is the assault rifle 15, and because it's assaults right in it's, the right in the name of it. Assault rifle. 15. You mean Armalite? What? You mean Armalite? Yeah, yeah, the fully automatic assault rifle 15. Oh my gosh. Vote I'm leaving. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty's out. Dusty is out. He's out of the chat. So, okay, so the, 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 there's two bills. It's HR 1808. Look this up. And it's HR 2814. 2814 is the one that will make uh, gun manufacturers liable, which essentially they, what they want to do is make it so that it's too expensive and not profitable to make guns. If oh, so that nobody's only the guns, wealthy elites can have guns. firearms. Ah. Correct, because they'll, oh. they'll be the only ones to pay the armorists who make guns individually. So they can make them. For these very, very elites. And That's then, sick. oh, and the military, of course. 
the military. Yeah, well, they got, will, they want to be able to sell them in the military. Yeah. Um, and then HR one eight oh eight is essentially anything over seven rounds is illegal. Any clip over seven rounds, but bolt action. Oh, let me see. It says bolt action, lever action, pump action are not eligible for this law. Okay, so everything else is illegal. Yeah. Okay, so what we need Anything to develop semi-automatic, which is ninety-five percent of the guns in, that are made today are semi-automatic. Yep. Yeah. What we need now is um, to develop drums for lever-action rifles. <laughs> well, they already kind of have that with the long rifle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, I want like a, a two hundred round drum. <laughs> on a uh, on a lever action rifle, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> it would be the so problem stupid. is, the problem is, how are you going to pass that in enough time before the midterm? It's supposed to pass in August. The, I just don't. I don't know how they're going to do that. How? How? Because the other thing too is, after the constitutional ruling on weapons in America, how are you going to try to pass this law? It's not going to hold up constitutionally. It, it doesn't won't. have to. It doesn't have to. All they have to do is get it to pass. That's it. All they have to do is get it to pass. That way, after the midterms are over, they can go, well, we passed this bill. It's going to it's it's gonna ban all this stuff. Supreme Court's going to step in immediately and go, guys, it's not constitutional. You can't do this. Come the next election, which would be the presidential election in 2024, they will go, we passed this, and they banned it. We passed this, and they banned it. Roe v. Wade, and they banned it. Yeah. That's what they're going to be running on. That's what they want to run on, so they have a platform. Because they don't have anything else to winning. stand on at this point. It's funny. Neither of those are, are winning. They're not winning issues. Yeah. It's, it's the other thing, too, to Dusty's point, or I would disagree with, there's so many Democrats on the chopping block, you're essentially just giving up, you're literally giving up your position if you vote for that, because you're going to get hammered by, the, the you're just going to add fuel to the fire. Um, so yeah, for this election. Yeah. And they're now worried about this election. They know they're going to lose these elections. They know yes. it. They've seen, they, they see the writing on the wall. They know what, what it is. They're not planning for this election. They're planning for 2024. They yeah. want somebody in there, whoever the dummy is going to be, that's well, going to, to pick up, up the mantle base. of, I'm woke. And they need to drum up their base as much as possible to get them as angry as possible because they don't have COVID this year. Yeah. Well, they're in, in this election. They don't have COVID anymore. So they're trying to go for monkeypox, which is a joke. The only way you can get monkeypox is start shaking people's hands. Well, sh shaking their hands. That's the nice way yeah. of saying it. A little yeah. bit of male, male love, but we, we won't we won't say that uh, on the show. Anyways. Game in. Anyways, what? what? Did I say uh, that? That is my theory. I'm throwing it out there. I'm, I'm putting this out there that this is what's going to happen in the next six months is they're going to pass the, all of these. It's not just going to be this. It's going to be a slew of bills. It's going to be an omnibus thing 
where they it's a spending bill, it's this thrown in, it's that thrown in. It's just going to be 900,000 pages of just, hey, you got it, throw it in here. Yeah. Pass it well, so they, they, they can the, find the out what's in it. You know, Pelosi's famous phrase. We have to pass it to find out what's in it. I mean, there, there's, there's there's a, the alphabets. You're not wrong about some of that. The left has always been willing to 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 throw to put out as much as they could, and see what you know gets them an inch farther. You know, whereas we get you know the Republicans. I won't even say we. The Republicans yeah, get power, and then I'm they're too afraid this. to do anything. Which, they get nothing done. Except they, 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 they sure love to spend. Just the same. Yeah. yeah. It's They're definitely not conservative by any stretch of any imagination. No. And they're not fighting for anything. They're just they spend. They're you get if you get rid of problems then you got no then people got no reason to vote you in. That's true. Unless true. you actually like that took care of thing. things and it was like, hey, I have a record of taking care of stuff. You know, like I was part of the reason why, you know, there's, you know, why, uh, uh, you know, children can't be groomed in Florida, you know, yeah. in, in public yeah. schools. I uh, kept Florida open. Yeah. All that stuff, you know, that's what actually secures your power. Your power. Yep. I don't know. So um, we're we're an hour half in. I got a final thought, man. Wait, wait, can wait. I, wait. We still haven't thought? done the, the the whole Vogue part. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Let's go. Well, Let's what go. burned yeah. you up? It was burning you up before. But this this is what my final thought is going to be. It's the Vogue part. So let's just talk about it. Okay, fine. A hole. Go. I put it in the title. Okay. Oh. Okay. Then here it is. Here it is. You know what grinds my gears? Hate to steal from Peter Griffin again. Uh, no, listen, it, weren't we told that Ukraine was the most important war effort of all time? Kind of. We were told that there's a, an epic battle, a struggle, David versus Goliath. Mm -hmm. The blue, yellow versus those evil Ruskies, and yeah, all that. Uh, we were told that there was the ghost of Kiev and old women shooting mortars and killing Rootskis and, uh, you know, Vladimir Putin is on his last leg. You know, he's a crumbling empire. He's a paper tiger. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And that was the, the thing to care about. And everybody jumped on the bandwagon. I won't, I won't throw people under the bus. People that we know, Matt, jumped on that bandwagon too. Uh, Ukraine, the, the people of Ukraine. And I have sympathy. I have friends that yeah. are Ukrainian. My wife's been to Ukraine. I have sympathy Ukraine. for the people that are caught in sure. this this farce of yes. a of a not a it's not not a, it's it's not that it's not a real conflict. It's just not the presentation is not what. No, it's not being no. the, the presentation is not reality. No, this is literally. A guy that we don't like, Ruski bad, turning the lights on in a very corrupt, evil government, a.k.a. Ukraine. And what doesn't help their narrative about how, well, how do we say this? 
war torn the country is uh which is not helping is vogue the magazine vogue decided to go into a devastating war zone a, a war ridden ukraine massacre and shoot a photo shoot a, ma- ma- a massacre that we we've never seen uh, unprecedented i hate to use that word unprecedented war and have a photo shoot for Zelensky, you know, you know the guy that dressed up like a chicken, huh? And his, and wife. his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the guy who uh, is now jailing people who have an alternative view of this farce that's happening right now. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but he's jailing oh, yeah. people. Uh, I mean, he 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 jailed his political opponents opponent. after he got into uh, the presidency. Yeah, because that's, he's not that's a what good guy. Do. He's not a hero. But he's, he's a hero. He doesn't, he doesn't pay uh, Joe Biden's son millions of dollars to sit on a company that he has no clue how to run. <laughs> Listen, here's the problem. You wanted me to care about Ukraine. You guys have dumped, what, $60 billion? We've dumped $60 billion into Ukraine. We could have used five of that, built our border wall. We wouldn't have the Southern crisis, but, you know, it's another story for another time. We want to neutralize our population by letting fentanyl in. And, uh, you know, not the most uh, best people into our country, but it's another story for another time. You know, I'm sure they're all small children and women just trying to escape uh, the, the oppression and tyranny of whatever country they're coming from, even though 80% of the people crossing are work-aged men under 40 years old. But I will... I wouldn't say that, or I wouldn't mention the fact that 900,000 getaways have entered into our country. That's the equivalent of the uh, entire city of Dayton, Ohio, but I'll leave that one alone as well. But uh, we poured $60 billion plus dollars into Ukraine for nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Well... I mean, unless you we, don't, we, if you don't count, you know, the, the laundering that they probably did with that 60 billion and, and it, you know, it got back to, to American citizens, uh, you know, how much very, very wealthy American citizens. How much the DNC? Well, yeah, the DNC, they're, they're Americans, um, you okay. know, wealthy, uh, bank owners and hey, listen, you know, the Biden family. Guys, so, you, you have to keep the bio labs open. Yeah. You have to keep the little all, girls getting all pumped out to these DC people. You know, you gotta keep the pedophilia rocking. You gotta keep the bio weapons keep it going on. You gotta keep uh you gotta keep the hunter stuff under bay or you know, the hunter biden stuff uh under wraps, you know. So there's a lot of stuff here that your taxpayer money has to go towards. And I'm supposed to care why again? Imagine because he's so photogenic. That's why. But 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 imagine, imagine World War Two. We go to Winston Churchill and he does a whole spread in uh, Vogue magazine. <laughs> Think about that. God. Like 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 imagine that. Imagine. Imagine. Can you, can you I mean, imagine someone like Churchill actually doing something like that, where he goes and sits and. Gets his photos taken at pretty locations that are left not damaged by or ravaged by war. Exactly. It's it's so 
it's so like baffling to me. Like, the, the, how is this a good move? Who is? It's so against the narrative. Yeah, it's against what they're trying to put out there. I mean, they should have kept yeah. with the the heroic reports from, you know, the images of him on the scene. Because I thought it probably got too dangerous. Because well, the Russians the problem, were actually winning. No, but those pictures were done before the war started. That's the uh, problem. All yeah. those staged pictures were before the war started. Yeah, that's that, the problem. That, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, yeah I mean, so we're both right. It was literally too dangerous because yeah. the only photos they had were for, from before the war. Um, yeah. He. It, it just, I was, there was a guy on Twitter and he's saying, you know, for those who got into a, a, a tizzy about, you know, the Vogue spread, which is reaching a, a very important, uh, underreached audience for the war in Ukraine. I'm like, the, the audience of Vogue is an important audience to, to keep this war effort going. Give me a break. But, super uh, important. yeah, super important. But then he's, he's posting a, a, a video of Russian uh, soldiers um, uh, making a eunuch out of a, uh, a Ukrainian soldier that's going viral. And it's like, just because we got in a tizzy about the, uh, the Vogue photos doesn't make that less horrible. We're not saying that that's not bad. It is bad. Yeah, but we'll that. And in fact... But they did the same thing to Russians. Yeah. Soldiers do awful things to the enemy in a time of war. I bet that there are Ukrainian soldiers who have done similar, if not worse, things to Russia. They have video. They yeah. have video of Ukraine. I'm sure that they do. Uh, you war. just don't see it all over Twitter with people um, pretending like the Vogue photo shoot was important somehow. You know? Yeah. It's... I'm not saying we're not again. We're not pro Russia, but we're not pro Ukraine either. None of this is good. All of this is a smokescreen for most likely the corruption throughout Western society. Yep, I said from the very beginning, this is not something the United States needs to be part of. It's actually happening. Let it happen. It. Okay, Russia takes Ukraine. All right. So is what? it good? No. Is it bad? No. I was listening to uh, Alex Jones on uh, Michael Malice's uh, uh, podcast today, and Alex a, Jones, conspiracy theorist. Yeah, and he was he he made a good point in that he thinks he believes. You know how we all thought, like uh, the, the the not we all thought. The narrative was Putin thought that he was going to be in and out. But the brave Ukrainians, you know, resisted and they, they, they're, they're, they're turning the tide, right? But in reality, it was the global elites who thought that they could fund, that they could provide the newer weapons of war to the Ukrainians and that it would be over pretty quickly because Russia doesn't have the ground war you know, they they have, like, nuclear technology that's new. They've got, you know, new planes, but they don't have the ground war equipment that we have, you know? But, uh, 
but that hasn't been the case. All that new technology hasn't done much against the actual will of the Russian soldiers. Like, they're there to win this thing, you know? And it's it's turning out. So now everything that we're also everything that we're seeing, including the media turning on Biden and all this stuff, is to mitigate the damage that's going to be released. They're going to make Biden the scapegoat of all the corruption. Yes. In in Ukraine, when really it was every single one of these. Curses. They're not going to make Biden the scapegoat for Ukraine. They're going to make him his. His incompetency, the scapegoat. It's not going to be Biden per se. It's just going to be, well, he just didn't know exactly what was going on. Well, he couldn't understand. Yeah, in terms of the the, the details That's of his administration, for sure. But then, uh, but also the the corruption will, you know, I mean, we know goes back well before he was president. During yeah. to the time when he was vice president. And before, so you know, uh, so but 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 they're all in on it, you know. All these people mm-hmm. are rich, super rich, yeah. from years of dedicated public service. Now we know that they have, they do insider trading, legally. The only people in America who can legally insider trade, which mm-hmm. should disgust you to your very core. It should piss you off so much. They steal from us every year through taxation. And then they throw us in jail if we get a little tidbit of information that might benefit us in the stock market. While they do the same exact thing all day, every day, sitting on their economic committees and crap, Mm -hmm. and they're the only ones who can legally do it. It's mind-boggling how there hasn't been more January 6ths. Real January 6ths. These people are as corrupt as can be. And we just sit back and we go, the system works. You know, the system can work. And, And in truth, the system that the Founding Fathers laid down does work pretty well. If we follow it, but we haven't been following it for a hundred years. Yep. And we, uh, and it requires a moral people. And we're not moral at all. So how can we think that the system works? It doesn't work. Those two requirements aren't there. The main linchpins of the system working are gone. Yeah. No, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Now, a revival can happen. We pray that it does. So that would bring back one component. But then the other component requires us getting, once we have that morality back in our culture, it will require us ousting these corrupt a-holes and returning the system back to the constitution. And that's, uh, one of my final thoughts. <laughs> there you go. 
There you go. It's a good final uh, thought. Uh huh. That's a good final thought. It is good. Let me let me give my quick one before I give it to Dusty, and then Matt's gonna finish it home with a really amazing announcement. At what point, what lie are you gonna finally wake up and realize they're lying to you? Like, normies to me in 2022 are like the girl that always gets cheated on by the same guy. Oh no, that that that's his cousin. No, no, uh, uh, she, uh yeah. I mean, I don't know how they were naked in the bed together. I, I think that uh, he fell and slipped, and uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know she's pregnant, but uh, I don't think it's his. Yeah, I mean. It, He's really mean today, but I'm sure he'll be good next time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we know that girl. Heck, we know that guy. We know, uh, you know, Cucky Buck, right? We know that guy. But she's so hot, you know. Even though she's, you know, with every other guy in town, but she's so hot. We we know. We know those people. There's we a, know. Uh, there's an Offspring song about it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to the music. Amen. Most of Americans are that way. You're all cucks. Like, you're, you're all cheated on Debbie. And I laugh. I'm sitting here. I've been laughing for what? How long have we been on this podcast? Four years? Laughing at people? Getting there. And watching, like, literally watching people tell me how much of a conspiracy theorist I am. And all I keep doing is putting a quarter in the Alex Jones's right jar and laughing at you. Because you believe that lie, and you believe that lie, and you believe that lie. And the problem is, with 99% of the things that were fed, even the sacred cows that we bow to now, you still believe the stories. You still believe them. Do you think that they just started lying to you four years ago, or six years ago, for Trump? Really? Do you think that's when they started? <laughs> like, like I, I got into a conversation with one of my buddies the other day, and he did not believe... And Project Paperclip. Please look that up if you've never heard of that before. Like, like I'm sitting there like, okay, time on the field. Time on the field. Like, I'm like, bro, the Nazis didn't lose. You, you realize that, right? The, the Nazis did not lose. They just changed teams. Oh, we're good now. Put us in charge of NASA. <laughs> we have look great scientists. Like, 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 look it up. Look this stuff up. Like it's a late, like it's whatever you do, war. don't go to Brazil. <laughs> I've Argentina, been there. Argentina, Argentina, oh, Argentina, sorry, Argentina. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. They didn't lose, man. And and listen, there's people I mean, I would that are fight back against that. You know, it's huh? not like Himmler and uh, Mangala. You know, defected to the U.S. No, no. I mean because I'm not saying that lie, the people man. that they brought were angels. You know, they but, were just coerced into, you know, into, you know, inventing the war machine for the Nazis. I'm not saying that, but, but like... But my point is this. When did the lies start? Yeah. Like, like y'all pretend that lying just started when the internet became, like, viable. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, like, everybody lied to you. Obama lied to you. Bush lied to you. Clinton... Lied before the internet was cool, and we caught him just because you know he banged a really ugly broad. I don't know why he even did that one. 
I mean, if you're president, you could have pulled way more better than Monica Lewinsky, but that's another story for another time, you little cuck. But my point is this. Like, they, at what point in American history were they not lying to you? When? Or at least when? in your lifetime. Well, beyond, but, but even our grandparents' lifetime. And our yeah. great-grandparents' lifetime. Like, I can keep going back over and over again. And, and, it, and it, what's funny is, it's, it's, uh, what's, what's the old phrase? Truth is openly mocked, then violently opposed, and then treated as common, common knowledge. Like, literally, all of you next year will pretend that you were against the vaccine the whole time, but you got it. You will all pretend that you knew there was going to be weird side effects, but you did it anyways. Come on. You're going to pretend that Fauci didn't tell you to lock down. You're going to pretend that Trump locked the entire country down. He didn't. You're going to pretend that uh, that uh, Dr. Burks was looking out for us the whole time. You're going to pretend that you knew the Russian-Ukraine thing was silly the whole time. You're going to pretend. Just because guess what? People hate, hate being duped. Well, people like hate being duped. Just like people it. knew that BLM was, you know. Oh uh, yeah, I, could, I knew BLM was bullcrap. I mean, I put my black square up. Black square. It's still in my timeline. Yes. Exactly. But exactly. Uh, but I knew. I knew it. I knew. Oh, the weapons of mass destruction were bullcrap. But guess what, man? Washington Post, New York Times. I I played that up the whole time. You you are full of crap. You're all full of it. You're all full of it. Oh, I, I knew 9-11 was an inside joke. You were so full of crap. And it's so obvious. And it doesn't just, it's not just modern history. Go back, do research on any of the institutions, the secret cows that they got out there for you. Don't Definitely don't look up Gulf of Tonkin. That'll mess with you. Don't look it up in your precious NASA. That'll mess with you a little bit too. Don't look up all the things that you think are true. The polio vaccine stuff. Uh, the, 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 the Tuskegee experiments, which... Magically, black people remember that one, but you know it is what it is. Like, look this stuff up. At what point do you think that they started not lying to you? You've been lied to since the garden. Wake the f up. And guess what? I'm gonna laugh at you every single time, and I'm gonna mock you, and then I'm gonna hug you and say it happens to all of us. We all had that girlfriend that we thought loved us so much, but she was cheating on the side. It even happened to me, bro. I've been there, dog. I've been there. But we eventually we grow up and we wake up. And I pray that you guys do that. That's my final thought. Hit him with him, Dusty. Hit it. So my final thought is this. Um, if you think the Republicans are going to be your saving grace, they're not. If you think the Democrats are going to be your saving grace, I need to tell you this. They're a worse choice. The Republicans are pretty much Democrats, just with another label. Um, they talk a big game, talk about how they're going to cut taxes and whatnot, and sometimes they do. They Sometimes they actually do it. But more often than not, they are beta. The moment they get into office, they are beta. They get whooped, they get slapped, they get hit, and all of a sudden— they're no longer helping you. They're helping their fellow Democrats pass the next spending bill. The media's being mean to me. <laughs> oh, darn. We didn't elect you. 
to be a popularity contest. We elected you to do a job. That job is to protect our civil liberties. Now, I'm all for it, what Jefferson said. Jefferson said, th uh, John Adams said, this, the office of the Senate and the House should not be paid positions. The president should not be a paid position. It should be a like jury duty. You get paid, yeah, it's not much, but it's a civil duty. That's exactly what it should be. That's how it should be treated, as a civil duty. You're there to do a job. Do the best job you can, then get out. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Politicians are like diapers. They get filled up with the same thing, and they need to be changed just as often. <laughs> get them out of office. They're not there to make millions upon millions of dollars. Name me a single senator that isn't worth over a million dollars. How did they get that money? I can sure shoot, tell you it's not from their paychecks. So if you think the Republicans are gonna come in and save you, they're not. If you think the Democrats are gonna save you, they're not. They're just gonna kill you faster. <laughs> Jab up. They're just going to destroy America faster. That's it. Yeah. The only thing 100%. Republicans are going to do is do it a little bit more slowly. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you. Basically, this country is just screwed up royally. And it's going to take a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, and it's going to take generations to get us back on track. And I don't think America wants to go through that in order to come out the other side. So that's my final thought. Like it. Matt. We have really sad news, man. Super yeah, sad got, news. We got bad news and we got good news. So Start bad news bad is news. Uh, this is the last episode of Plausible Foolishness. What? Yep. Yeah. What? Last episode. What? Very what? last episode of Plausible Foolishness. Oh, oh, my. No more Plausible Foolishness. That's it. This, this is it. No. Done. But, we, done. but the good news, though... The good news is that we'd like to invite you to watch or listen to uh, our new podcast called Kingsplaining, um, which yeah. will be same Yay. as the old podcast. <laughs> ultimately, we're just uh, um, ultimately we're just changing the name, trying to spice it up, see uh, if we can't pull more eyes. By uh, you know, ultimately plausible foolishness. It's funny if you know if you've watched us enough, you you get it. But the average person just encountering it for the first time isn't really gonna get it. But kingsplaining uh, should draw more <laughs> eyes and and make people laugh and hopefully make them intrigued because uh, it makes us all laugh. And uh, so um, the show's gonna get more kingly. We're gonna do some more. We're gonna do more pop culture. Um, JBN was rattled for a second. JBN yeah. was rattled. Yes, for a second he was rattled. He's like, "Wait a minute, bro! Wait a minute, dog! <laughs> wait, 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 what?" And uh, and so we're gonna, you know, the the artwork's gonna same stay the same. You know, the 
The people are going to stay the same. We're going to add pop cult, more pop culture in because we just like yeah. talking about it. And uh, no, the episode count is not going to restart because that's how I keep track of how long we've been at this. <laughs> so Kingsplaining episode number one will be Kingsplaining episode 272. 272, <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we're excited about the name change and uh, yes. we hope it, uh, you know, takes us up to the next um to the next step and uh well, we hope listen. you guys uh uh join us for that ride and help us you know take this rocket ship to the moon hey, on that note you have been watching we'll say that again a possible foolishness was phase one i mean we're going yeah. into phase two here we're yeah. going to dragon ball z land okay we're, we're not dragon ball we're dragon ball z okay? okay and then we get a little wiser little 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 uh you know slicker we'll be dragon ball super you know what i mean so we're just getting better and then, and then somebody hits bulma and you go nuts that's true <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great all right on that note you have been watching plausible foolishness the home of the rube empire where the people are free the taxes are voluntary and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every thursday right here uh at 7.30 p.m. Okay. right here on twitch.tv slash foolishness YouTube, Facebook Live, anywhere you can get a podcast. And thank you for subscribing and leaving reviews on the podcast app of your choice. Also, you can find us on social media, on Truth Social and Twitter. Uh, uh, both of those are at Kingsplaining now already. Woo. So uh, peace out. God bless. See you next week. Time to Kingsplain. Biah! <laughs>